Welcome to the Unity of the Valley Spiritual Center podcast featuring Reverend Dahlia Adams. You may visit us online at unityvacaville.org or you may visit us in person at 350 North Orchard Avenue in Vacaville, California. And now here is Reverend Dahlia Adams. Welcome again to Unity of the Valley Spiritual Center. My name is Reverend Dahlia Adams. I'm honored to be here with you today. This is the week of our Thanksgiving holiday, or also known as Indigenous Peoples holiday. And it's so wonderful that we're in conversation to understand the historical context of our holiday. For me personally, the the deepest meaning is not so much the historical, but it's a time, a week or a month in which to focus my attention on being grateful. And I like the word grateful a little bit better than gratitude, although they're really very, very close to to be grateful is to experience gratitude. It's to experience being thankful. It's to experience appreciation, awe, an open heart, all of which is linked to gratitude. But somehow in my head, gratitude is a thing and grateful is what I'm experiencing. So I go back and forth between the two words, but grateful is the one that is more meaningful to me personally. So it is a week, a month, to be thankful, to experience this gratitude, to feel appreciation, to be in awe. When we're grateful, we are oftentimes in awe of the beauty and goodness and possibilities in our lives, in our days. And being grateful also means having that experience of an open heart. Dr. Robert Emmons, he for a long time was at the University of Davis. He may still be there, I haven't checked recently. But he was one of the first psychologists, research psychologists to capture the idea of gratitude and, and the benefits of gratitude and what it means to us as people and the lives we live the lives we experience when we have a practice of being grateful. He's written many books. His research is very, very good. He's quoted by many other experts that write books, and we have all sorts of books on gratitude. But a lot of the scientific research goes back to the work he's done or the work that was inspired by the original research that he did. And one of the things that Dr. Emmons pointed out is that gratefulness leads to better health, better psychological health, better social health, better physical health. And that's really, really big. I mean, when we 
think of health practices. You know, there's going to the gym, there's taking supplements, there's cutting out all of the chocolate out of your diet, and there's reducing caffeine. And some of these things require such um, discipline, giving up things or committing to, you know, hard work as we work out at the gym or walking for miles, running. But gratefulness has a huge health benefit and it's so much easier to incorporate into our days, into our lives. In the Journal of Positive Psychology, they wrote that gratitude not only enhances psychological and physical well-being, but may also alter biomarkers of risk for cardiovascular disease. It means basically it increases our heart health, which is a big thing. It's a big, big thing. They, they have found that people who are, their default is anger and resentment, and that's kind of the space in which they live, are far more likely to have heart attacks or heart problems than people who are grateful and open and happy with their lives. In fact, there have been research studies that show that if you combined many other risk factors for heart disease, for heart attacks, things like um, being overweight, cholesterol levels, um, caffeine intake, stress, you know, if you combined a lot of those things and you compared the effect the combined effect of all of the other risk factors compared to the impact of being grateful instead of angry and resentful, the releasing of the anger and resentment and holding gratitude is much more powerful than the other risk factors. In addition to improving our health, gratefulness, a practice of gratefulness, living gratefully leads to greater happiness. And it leads to greater happiness in many, many different ways. And in fact, one of the sources that I was reading said that, and I don't know how they figured this out, they said that people who are grateful are 18.5% happier than people who are not. It's kind of goofy, but assuming that there's meaning to that statement, that means if you were doing a survey, and on the survey you had to rate your happiness on a scale of one to five, and let's say you put down a four, and that was your usual answer that you're at about a four, if you developed a practice of being grateful, that should bump you up to a five. Or if you usually land in the middle at a three, a practice of being grateful would bump you up to a four. Now those are averages and that's not every single person, but that's a meaningful change. If I could just practice gratitude, be grateful every day, 
I would be much happier. And I think that's true for all of us. And this happiness that is increased, it's increased from many, many dimensions, many pathways, if you will. Our personality is impacted by our gratitude. We become more generous. We become more congenial with, with people. We tend to be less narcissistic when we are practicing gratitude. Our emotional experience is improved. There is less sadness, more joy, less helplessness, more empowerment. Our social experiences improve because we get along with people better. We enjoy people more. People tend to do better in their careers when they practice gratitude, when they experience gratefulness on a daily basis. And we've already talked about some of the health benefits of being grateful. I put up on the screen a diagram showing just a few of the pathways of how this works. And you can't read the words, they're too small, but this gives an idea of how many different dimensions have been researched and looked at and found to be a pathway for gratitude or gratefulness for improving our health, our well-being, our happiness. In addition to Iman's, I was looking at a book by Pam Grout, and she's, she's a lot of fun to read if you haven't read her. If you're faint-hearted about language, don't read her. She's pretty blunt in the, her use of language. Uh, but her message is wonderful. She's a prosperity teacher, and she wrote a book called Thank and grow rich. And in her book, the idea is, is if we're grateful, if we're thankful, if we live in a consciousness of experiencing gratitude, that that increases our prosperity, that that is a pathway to manifesting prosperity in our lives. A great spiritual teacher, Paramahansa Yogananda, taught a very similar idea. He said, thanksgiving and praise open in your consciousness the way for spiritual growth and the way for your supply. Okay, so it opens up a pathway for us to be all that we want to be as people, and it also prospers us. It brings abundance into our lives which is essentially what Pam Grout was writing in her book. Charles Fillmore also wrote along the same lines. He says, there is an inherent law, a law of mind that we increase whatever we praise. The whole of, cre the whole of creation responds to praise and is glad. When we are grateful for something, we tend to praise it. We think about it positively. So when we are grateful, we focus our attention 
on that thing that we are grateful for. We do it with an open heart. We open channels for our good, for our joy, for our prosperity. And then Janice Kaplan wrote a book called Gratitude Diaries. And her book is based on the practice of gratitude, the practice of being grateful. And she had been reading some of this research that I had mentioned to you. And her life was good. She said, anybody looking at my life would say I live a charm life. She said she had wonderful family, a handsome, successful husband. Um, they basically had a good relationship. The children were doing well. They lived in a nice place, and yet she found herself not quite as happy, not quite as joyous as she wanted to be. She found herself over the course of the day grumbling in her mind about one thing or another. And she read in, about the power of gratitude, and she decided to give it a try, to try a practice of being grateful and see if it really did improve her well-being and her happiness. And she made a commitment to be grateful for a year, every single day to consciously practice gratitude in different ways, different ways of practicing it. And spoiler alert, at the end of the year, she was much happier much more satisfied with her life, her relationship with her husband and with her children and with her friends improved. So, is that incentive or what? So a year of gratitude. If you're willing to commit, we have a New Year's coming up and you might want to do that for 2023. But if you're not quite there, if you're not quite convinced, how about a week of gratitude? This is Thanksgiving week. How about starting today, starting today, that you make a point of practicing gratitude, practicing being grateful, and there are thousands and thousands of ways of doing that. Common ones, typical ones, or simply saying thank you, writing a thank you note, taking time to reflect on the good things, like you're driving, it's a short drive, maybe 10 minutes. Spend 10 minutes just reflecting on what is good in my day, what is good in this moment. If you journal writing about the good things that are happening in your life, reframing or seeing things anew. Psychologists like that because it's a psychology term. It's a practice of taking something that we see, taking a perception. And if it's a perception that's neutral or negative, seeing it differently, turning it around so that we see and experience whatever might be good in it. It doesn't mean taking 
something like the bombings we're seeing on TV, the war in Ukraine. It doesn't mean taking the bombing and seeing that is good, but maybe seeing in that the fact that most people survived or the way it's bringing people together or maybe the way people are helping each other out, finding the good in something that might look not very good at all. Gratitude lists. Gratitude lists are so wonderful and so easy. All you have to do is decide either it's an open-ended list or every day I'm going to list three things I'm grateful for. You can make up rules that it has to be a new thing or the rule can be I have to feel the gratitude today and if I do, I can write it down as often as I want. Very simple practices, or if you want to write more deeply in a journal or a diary. Prayer, prayers of gratitude. Thank you, God. Thank you, Great Spirit. Or a quiet inner, I am so grateful for this moment. Meditating, using gratitude or gratefulness as a mantra. One practice is to write down a series of questions that are meaningful to you. And maybe every day going over those questions and silently giving your answer. Or you might want to do it in a journal form where you hold these questions in front of you and you write down the answer. These are sample questions that I'm offering you, but you can make up your own. So one question might be, what is one kind thing that someone has done for you? One kind thing. And if you think include your whole life, you could keep answering that one for a long, long, long time. What is one beautiful thing that you have seen this week? How is technology making your life easier? We complain about technology a lot, but how is it making your life easier? And if you can't think of how, forget your phone at home for a day, and you'll notice how technology is making your life easier. What makes you smile or laugh? Or what part of the day do you enjoy the most? Those are five questions. Choose one, choose them all, or make up your own. Makes a wonderful, wonderful gratitude practice. One of the things that these practices do is it makes us so much more aware of the good in our lives. It's a mindfulness practice because we become mindful of the good things. We become mindful of the things that spontaneously bring up gratitude, that spontaneously open our hearts. Another thing that I like to do is periodically go online 
and watch videos made by Brother David Standel Rust or read articles on his website. He is so devoted to gratefulness as a practice. He said, and I love this quote of his, this is not just another day. It is the one day that is given to you. It is a gift. And the only appropriate response is gratefulness. I believe that's from a video called A Good Day. And then, of course, our wonderful spiritual teacher, Meister Eckhart, who lived in the 13th and 14th century. If the only prayer you ever say in your entire life is thank you, it will be enough. And so I am grateful. I am grateful for this opportunity to be with you. I am grateful for each and every one of you. Join me in this moment and silently say to yourself, I am grateful. And then allow your mind to be filled with all of the things that you are grateful for, or maybe just one thing. And so with that, have a happy Thanksgiving. Happy Indigenous Peoples Day. And so it is. We hope you enjoyed today's message. If you would like to support this podcast, you may do so at unityvacaville.org.